Welcome to the Inner Healer Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Stewart. Your inner world creates your outer world, and we're here to talk about how you can transform from the inside out. I'm a kinesiologist, mind-body medicine practitioner, healer, conscious business mentor, and teacher. I work with everything from the scientific to the energetic, the spiritual and the metaphysical to empower, inspire and uplift you and give you the knowledge of your own inner healing gifts. I'm so honoured to have you here. Let's begin. Welcome back everyone to the Inner Healer podcast. Today is all about how to access your intuition. And I thought I'd start with a quote by Albert Einstein. The intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. Firstly, what is intuition? It's the ability to understand something instinctively without the need for conscious reasoning. It's different from thinking. It's different from logic or analysis. It's a knowing without knowing. Intuition is awareness outside of conscious searching or conscious behavior. You can't necessarily tell where the information comes from, but it's that faculty of a higher sense of perception. And we're all intuitive, whether you believe yourself to be or not. And in fact, even science has begun to back this up. So for a long time, intuition was dismissed. However, now there have been many studies into our intuitive abilities. In particular, a study done by Leeds University that concluded that intuition is a very real psychological process where the brain uses cues from the self and the environment to make a decision. And that decision happens so quickly that it doesn't even register on a conscious level. Versus when we get caught up in the analytical mind that is essentially a little judgment center, right, wrong, good, bad, like, don't like, pros, cons. We tend to come from what we think is the right thing to do or what we should do, often second guessing our intuitive hunches. And I'm sure we've all experienced a time when we've had a deep inner knowing, but we've gone against it. It's also something that if we have tended to ignore, that we lose trust with our intuition and ourselves. And that leads us down a path of indecision and a lack of clarity. Many of us also have such an overactive mind that it's so stimulated by the external that you can get foggy and clouded by that rumination. And so we lose touch with listening to that inner part of ourselves. And when you feel confused, This is often an indication that you're not aligned or that you've lost touch with your intuition because it stops you from having clarity. However, it's something that can be developed and grown and enhanced to begin to notice the guidance and those intuitive hits, to begin to listen in deeper to your own knowing. And we can experience intuition in a lot of different ways. Some of us will experience it as a feeling. Others might see an image in their mind or maybe you hear a voice. Perhaps you have heightened dreams. Maybe you feel it as something in your physical body. There's no wrong or right way. Rather, it's simply putting in the time to strengthen it. So stay open to how you access intuition. 
for me personally, I sometimes hear it through songs that come into my head. And then I'll look up the lyrics and be like, wow, there's you know a really clear message there. So be open to that, to how you receive those insights. And one thing I'll say on intuition is it's usually uh, pulling forward towards something, like a spark that's drawing you towards it. The personality or the ego aren't involved. There's no judgment. There's no lengthy explanations. And personally, I also find the intuitive voice is a kind one. And often when we get those intuitive hits, then the buts will come in, you know, of the rational mind or those fears or limiting beliefs that stop us. So we can notice those, but then choose to follow our intuition anyway. And I find the quicker I act on those intuitive hits, the less self-doubt comes into play and the more likely I am to go forward rather than second guessing. So I want to share with you three ways you can tap into your intuition. So the first is to make space for it. When you're open to intuition, you tend to be more in a being state than a doing state. If you're always in the doing and the action, you're not connected to the part of your brain where you can access your intuition. And I've always loved the quote, the quieter you get, the more you can hear. When you find stillness, you can hear the whispers of your consciousness, that quiet inner voice telling you what it needs and where you need to make some shifts for your growth. Taking time to get quiet is imperative. And there are a few different ways you can do this. You might like just to close down your eyes with the intention of listening to your inner knowing. And this is different from meditation where you might be doing an actual practice or following a method of practice. And I do this simply by sitting down with an intention to get quiet and to notice what arises. I might also sit down with a specific question, not trying to figure out an answer, but simply sitting with the invitation for the answer to arise. And if the answer doesn't come in the period that I'm sitting, I stay open and trust that the answer will come in when it's ready. I let go of the need to know right in that moment. I was thinking back to a time where I used to share a meditation practice that I asked three questions at the end and I told my students that they might not get an answer right in those moments, but they might simply come into their awareness down the track if they stay open. And one time, a couple of weeks later, a man who was there came bursting into the room with excitement that the answer had dropped into him around two weeks later out of the blue. And he knew right in that moment, it was the answer to the question he'd asked himself at the end of the class. I find I often have a lot of intuitive hits as well when I'm out walking. As long as I've left the earbuds at home and I'm not distracted by other voices in my head, uh, as I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts. And in fact, during that time when I'm out walking, I can get so many downloads when I'm connecting to nature and my senses that I almost can't keep up. I usually end up sending myself all these voice memos so I don't forget when I get home. So get quiet ask questions and stay open for the answers. And when the answers arise, let go of that judgmental mind coming in trying to shut it down 
because that's the part of the brain that goes into protective mode, that fear-based state, or that part of the brain that says you couldn't possibly do that. Yeah. So keep open, keep curious and non-judgmental. Very much the same way you would be when you're practicing mindfulness. And even just five minutes of stillness where you stop during your day can bring a clarity of mind and you really start to tune into your inner wisdom. Number two, get grounded in your body. So when we think about intuition, we often think of it through being connected to your higher energy centers, like there's divine guidance coming from the higher realms. And this is true to some degree, you're tapping into a higher form of your consciousness. However, the deep confidence of your own inner knowing starts in the body. And while spiritual practice is important and developing that part of yourself, if you're not grounded in the physical, this is where you can often really be away with the fairies. Yeah, you're not grounded. There's a deep trust that we get from the inner knowing which starts in our physical body. You might have heard of the gut brain and the heart brain. And both of them are always sending signals to your physical brain. In fact, more messages than your brain sends to your body. But we often get caught up in that thinking mind rather than listening to what our body is trying to tell us. And your body instinctively is a great measurer of intuition. You might have a physical reaction or you can ask your body as well. And we can do this now. I want you to think of something you dislike and keep this relatively simple for the time being. It could be a food or an object. So when you have that in your mind, notice what it feels like in your body when you think of it. And you're most likely to feel a bit more contracted. And personally, I feel this in my heart, but you might feel it anywhere. You might notice it in your hands or your belly or your neck. There's no wrong or right. You're just simply bringing in that awareness. Whereas now think of something you do like. How do you feel in the body? Maybe there's a sense of warmth or a slight smile. How does that feel? And while I'm inviting you to think of something simple, the more you tune into this and develop, you can bring it to the bigger picture around people or jobs or events, whatever you wish. It's a great barometer. In fact, there's a book I love called The Body is the Barometer of the Soul. So your body is a great place to develop your intuition. And it's a fantastic way of knowing your truth. And if something feels in alignment with you, if there's that excitement or joy bubbling under the surface, go with it. If you can feel in your body that it feels murky or doesn't feel good, trust that. This is your higher self speaking to you. Your body language also has a natural tendency to mirror your inner feelings. So notice if your body is open or closed. 
So when you have open body language, there might be cues such as turning your torso towards something. You're smiling perhaps, or maybe you're leaning forward. They're all indications that you're in agreement and your intuition is saying yes. Whereas closed body language, cues such as crossed arms or pursed lips or leaning backwards can indicate your intuition saying no. So this all takes a little practice, but it's a fantastic place to start. Number three, automatic writing. So many of you might have heard me say that we have between 60,000 to 90,000 thoughts a day. So no wonder it's hard to decipher what's actually true for us. And automatic writing is similar to journaling, but it's more of a stream of consciousness. It helps you to get your thoughts out on paper, almost like a brain dump. And then you can start to notice the patterns and what's coming up over and over. And it's an important exercise to get to know yourself better and to expand your awareness. It helps you to know what might be going on in the subconscious. And that can be just below our level of our conscious thought. But when we write, it can often come out on the page. So it helps you to connect to your intuitive voice. The one that's always there, but we don't hear because it becomes drowned out by the noise of our thoughts and daily busyness. And when we practice automatic writing, it's not about censorship or editing your thoughts or writing to get something perfect. It's simply about letting whatever comes flow out onto the page. Here's a short exercise you can try. As you move through it, I encourage you to turn the filter off and write without editing. And the trick is to keep the pen moving on the page. And I do encourage you to do this with a pen and paper rather than on a computer. And if at any time you don't want to know what to write, you can just write blah, 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 or you can write your shopping list, Uh, anything that keeps that pen moving, as that's what brings you out of the conscious to the subconscious or the higher self. And you might not write anything about the answer to the question, and that's so fine. There's no wrong or right. It's simply observing what comes out on the page. So I invite you to set a timer and write for five minutes. And I'm going to give you two questions. And you can either ask yourself both, or you can just work with one. The first is, what is your higher self or your soul wanting to share with you? And have the intention for it to communicate with you. The other question is, what is a message my inner wisdom would like me to know today? So when you finish the exercise, notice what you have down on the page. And again, take out the judgment. And when you want to develop your intuition, doing five minutes of automatic writing each day and inviting your higher consciousness to speak to you is a wonderful practice to help tap you in. So see what comes up for you. So there are three ways you can access your intuition. You have this incredible inbuilt intelligence system that's available to you at every moment. And when you tap into your own inner knowing, the more you can live more true to yourself and your intuition. There's so much wisdom when we open up to the guidance. Thank you so much for being here. 
If you found this helpful, please do leave a review. I'm so grateful as it helps this podcast to grow and others to get to know their own inner healing gifts. Also, please do share it with anyone you think could benefit. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and your week and take care and I'll see you soon.